Are you ready to receive the word? Somebody said, I am ready. Just, just keep your hand on your heart and say, Lord, open my heart. I want to receive from you. I don't want this to be a word that a man will bring. I want this to be a word that you will bring into this house, Lord. Breathe on us. Breathe on us, Lord. Do something new. Thank you for 2020, Lord. Thank you for 2020. We love you because you're amazing. Come and speak to us. And in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And everybody said an amen. amen. This morning, I'm going to take a break from our Radical Giving series. We'll continue with the Radical Giving series next Sunday onwards. We've already finished Sid's, Sid's teachings on the Radical Giving series. If you've missed any, it's all available on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever app you're on, it's there. So make sure to go through all of them. It's going to radically transform the way that we give to God. This year onwards, especially this year, we are not going to have an offering time. We've cancelled offerings, offerings in church. Are you upset for that? <laughs> There's going to be no offering. That's a good question to ask my brother. That's a good question to ask. Why? Because we're going to be offering unto the Lord throughout the service. You see these baskets that are kept there? They are, they are not going to be for an exclusive time of offering. You can come and put an offering anytime during the service, whenever the Lord speaks to you. If you want to, if the Lord leads you to, okay? So there's going to be no particular time. There's going to be no particular uh, movement when, you know, we will announce. Now we can give our tithes and offerings. There's nothing like that. You can give anytime. If you're giving your tithes, make sure to write uh, your name on an envelope and put them because we have to issue receipts. Those who gave your tithes in 2019, make sure to go catch Elena's caller and get your receipts before the end of this week or next week. Amen. Um, let's go into the word for this morning because we have a lot of things coming up. Let's go right into the word. Pastor Robin, help me. Exodus chapter 16. We're going to start try and read through the entire chapter of Exodus chapter 16. Are you ready to receive? Come on, let's go. Let's read the first verse. Then the whole community of Israel set out from Elim and journeyed into the wilderness of Sin between Elim and Mount Sinai. They arrived there on the 15th day of the second month, one month after leaving the land of Egypt. See, when they left the land of Egypt, when they were celebrating Passover in the land of Egypt, God said, uh, God gave them a word. God said, I am, I am resetting your calendar. This will be the first month of your year. See, the world that they were living in, the culture that they were part of, there was already a calendar and there was already a time and there was already a setting in place. But God was doing something new for the Israelites. And God said, I am resetting your calendar now. Now this will be the first month of the year for you. Everybody say, God is resetting my calendar. 
So this season that we are in, in, in 2020, yes, physically also we have entered into a new season, but the Lord says spiritually as well. See, sometimes physically we can keep going from one year to the other, but nothing in our life seems to be changing. Our attitude doesn't seem to be changing. Our love for God doesn't seem to be changing. Our worship doesn't seem to be growing. Our giving doesn't seem to be increasing. Everything in our life seems to be stagnant. But this morning the Lord says, I am resetting your calendar. I am resetting your time. I am resetting your seasons. The Lord is starting something new. He is giving you a new beginning this year. Some of you have been asking God, I've been on a, on a, on a loop. I've been on a, on, a, on a repeat more after and after again and again. I've been going through the same motions for so many seasons, so many years. The Lord says, this will not repeat this year because this year the Lord has said a new thing. You should understand these Israelites, they had every reason to complain because they are, they are looking at God and they're saying, God, God, God said today he will deliver you. And then Moses goes into Pharaoh's house and comes back defeated. Nothing happens. Then God says, okay, I'm going to send this plague and this is going to be the answer. And they go into the Pharaoh's house and they declare his word, hoping that this will be the deliverance. And they come back out saying, man, it's not working. The, the, the miracle came, the breakthrough came, but we are still in the same season of slavery. But the Lord says, your time is up. Somebody say, my time is up. This is the season for you to enter into your promised land. This is the season for you to go into your breakthrough. This is the season for you to go into the next level. You cannot be stuck in the same level over and over and over and over again. You know, the enemy has a way of deceiving the place that you are in and saying that this is where you will be for the rest of your life. You better be content with this. You know, the enemy has a way of telling you that. But I have come with a good news from the Lord. The Lord is saying that I have pressed a reset button in the spirit. I have pressed a, a, a new, new calendar option over your life. And, and something new has begun over your life. Come on, somebody. Amen. And the Lord says, it says the, the first month on the 14th day of the first month is when they celebrated the Passover festival in Egypt. And that was the day they got their liberty from Egypt and they, they started leaving. They started walking out into the wilderness. And it says a month later, they are again in a wilderness. A month later. Okay. They are in a new season. One month they have been on the road, walking, 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 walking with God, glory and fire and pillar and I mean, come on, it's, it, it's got to be cool to walk the, this walk. See, one month, one month these guys have been on the road. They didn't get hungry. They didn't get thirsty. Can you imagine why? Because they were under the glory. Because this was a new season. See, in the old season, they needed to be dependent on the food of Egypt. But in this new season, they did not need to be dependent on the food of Egypt. This was a new season. This was a season where they were under the glory. It says about them that 40 years, they were under this cloud of glory. And for 40 years, their clothes didn't wear out. 
they did not need to wash their clothes i don't know if they need to wash their clothes but they didn't need to you know buy new clothes for 40 years and all the sisters in the house said an amen <laughs> no buying new clothes man that's what i meant <laughs> and it says the shoes did not wear out for 40 years so in other words for the, those that are kids their shoes grew along with them wow man that that is some crazy glory we are talking about can you imagine how in under this glory food is not a necessity see what is a necessity in egypt is not a necessity under the glory you understand what i'm saying when you're in the system of the world the world will tell you you need to be doing this you need to have done that you need to talk like this you need to dress like no that is the system of the world but when you're under the glory the system of the world doesn't apply under the glory amen but the problem with us is that we have not renewed our mind to understand how the glory functions we have we we see the glory we enjoy the glory we worship in the glory but our mind is still connected to the things of egypt our mind is still connected to the patterns and the systems of egypt and that is why we don't experience the fullness that god has prepared for us in this season of glory and that is why i have come to renew your mind come on look at your neighbor and say you got to renew your mind this season and it says when they reached there verse 2 it says there too the whole community of israel they began to complain about moses and aaron what what was the complaint that they made about moses and aaron verse 3 it says if only the lord had killed us back in egypt they mourned there we sat around porch filled with meat and ate all the bread that we wanted but now you have brought us into this wilderness to starve us all to death man look at this okay they've been in the wilderness for a month and a half and they've they've not needed food and water for a month and a half can you what is the maximum a uh, 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 a person can live without water forget about food food i can imagine 40 days what's the maximum you can live without water 3 days 4 days yeah a week you know it's not even in chapter 16 it's in chapter 17 when they get their provision for water <laughs> so so food and water was actually not a necessity for these guys you understand what i'm saying they did not need to depend on this food and water but because they had not renewed their mind they began to complain because they are like man i used to enjoy you know it's not the it's not even about the food it's about the you know the sitting around the pots of meat and you know the the jokes we shared then and the fun we had you know sometimes some of some some of the things that we are attached to are not even things that we need we think that we need them we don't actually need them praise god if we have them but we don't really need them adam and eve in the garden of eden didn't need food they had food but they didn't need food you and i we will have food even in heaven do you know that in the book of revelation you'll see that there's fruit and there's food in heaven but we don't need food in heaven we all all that we need is jesus 
Amen. The problem happens when we have not renewed our mind as to what are the needs in our life. And, and that is when we have unmet expectations and unmet, unmet needs in our life. And then we begin to complain. We begin to complain instead of thanking the Lord and celebrating the fact that for 40, 45 days I have lived without food and water. For 45 days my, my clothes have been doing first class that I have had a air condition in the morning and, 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 and a nice warmer in the night. Instead of rejoicing in that, these guys, they resorted to complaining. Come on, is there anybody in this place? I'm not talking about the ones who have all their wants met. See, let me, let, me, let me explain this to you again. All you need is, that's all that you need. Because man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So, if you have Jesus, give me a loud shout. And if you have Jesus, you have lost the right to complain. Come on now. You've lost the right to murmur. You've lost your right to be ungrateful. You cannot be ungrateful in this season. This is a season of, 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 of gratefulness, of thankfulness. We cannot be murmuring in this next season that God has prepared for us. Why? Because we're already satisfied with Jesus. Hey, come on now. We're satisfied with Jesus. If we have Jesus, when he thinks that I need food, he will make sure that I have food. When he thinks that I need water, he will make sure that I have. When he thinks that I, I, I need these people in my life, he will bring these people in my life. I'm not going to run after these things. Amen. Because his goodness is running after me. Amen. I pray that throughout this year that you will carry a grateful heart to church. Okay. That you will carry a grateful heart to your workplace. That you will carry a grateful heart in your conversations. You will have a grateful heart when you are posting things on Facebook. You will have a grateful heart when you are when you are when, when you are praying, when you are when you are talking to the Lord. That you will have a grateful heart. Come on now. That you and I will not be a church that is cribbing and complaining about everything. No, that season is over. Like I taught you last Sunday, yes, we had a brief moment of anguish. That was 2019, eh? But 2020 is not that moment. 2020, we have lost the right to complain. 2020, we have lost the right to be sad. In 2020, we are no more Jabez, we are Ashers. I'll just repeat that revelation for those who missed the fasting prayer. The name Jabez means pain. Amen? And some of us have made our sorrow, our pain, our depression, our challenges, our problems as our identity. But the Lord gave us a word saying He's changing our name to Asher. Asher means happy. Hmm. So this is a season where your identity is changed and you are no longer a Jabez. You are now a Asher. You are now an Asher. You are a happy person. See, one of the mark of happiness is that you will be grateful. You will not be constantly complaining. Amen. But the Lord was 
still merciful with these guys when they complained and the Bible says in verse 4 then the Lord said to Moses look I'm going to rain down food from heaven for you each day everybody say each day each day the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for that day come on somebody said this is my year of gathering and he says I will test them in this to see whether or not they will follow my instructions come on now verse 5 he says on the sixth day they will gather food and when they prepare it there will be twice as much as usual come on now I don't know who I'm speaking to but I'm prophesying this will be a year of gathering for you I'm declaring this over your life this will be a year of gathering most of the things that I, I am going to talk this morning is also a repeat of what I shared in the fasting prayer because I know that many of you missed it why are we not calling this a year of harvest because harvest is for those that have reaped that have sowed reaping is for those who sow come on am I right what did the Israelites sow to reap manna from heaven what did what hard work did they do how many days did they fast and pray how much money did they give to God what did they do come on this was not their harvest this was their gathering come on are you understanding what I'm saying there there is definitely a harvest involved in this season from the previous seasons everything that you have sowed you are going to harvest that also in this season no doubt about that I'm not canceling up your harvest but I'm also talking about you enjoying a harvest you enjoying a, a gathering that you have not worked hard for each day the Lord says that you will go out and you will pick up what the Lord is providing for you not what you have worked hard for but what the Lord is giving you each day you will go out and you will find a way you will find a provision you will find an answer you will find something unusual for you come on somebody said an amen to them Wow can I can I share how how does this happen you know Moses is getting instructions from the Lord and he comes down to people you know he is hearing the hearing the voice of God and he's coming down to talk to people and he's telling them how is it that they are going to gather this food how is it that they're going to receive this food amen let's read verse 6 so Moses and Aaron said to all the people of Israel by evening you will realize that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord because he has heard your complaints which are against him not against us what have we done that you should complain about us he says then the Lord the then the Lord will give you meat to eat in the evening and bread to satisfy you in the morning for he has heard all your complaints against him what have we done yes your complaints are actually against the Lord and not against us 
two things that I want to share from this text and we'll quickly move forward. First, that when you complain against the leaders that God has placed over your life, we spoke about this on Friday night, when you complain against the, the pastors, all the kings and the authority figures that God has placed over your life, it could be a, a pastor. See, I'll tell you, there are various authority figures in various, uh, you know, uh, the various institutions there is an institution of marriage and the authority figure there is the husband there is an institution of family the authority figure is the father of the house or the mother of the house there is an institution of church the the pastors or the senior pastor there is an authority figure there there is the institution of your work come on now you don't want to say yes to this because you know your boss is not somebody that you can enjoy and you can like but you have a boss at your work and there is an authority figure that is placed by God over your life there is a state that you live in and there is a chief minister over this state there is a nation we are part of and there is a prime minister and a cabinet ministers and presidents that are that are in this nation you know, there are others that are in different nations that belong to different nations. Vietnam, Nigeria, Uganda, any other nations that are in this place this morning? South Sudan, South Sudan, any other nations? Come on. Rwanda, who is from Rwanda? Can you just wave your hands to me? Wow, there's one person from Rwanda. Amazing. Wow. You know, each and every one of us, we have a precedent that God has placed over us. They may not even be believers. They may be wicked people, but when we complain against them, the Bible says you're not complaining against them. You're complaining against the Lord who appointed them over your life, over your nation, over your church, or over your marriage, over your ministry. You're complaining against the Lord. So do not make the mistake of dishonoring the Lord by raising your voice, your fingers, your attitude, your heart against the leaders that God has placed over you. Because this year is going to be different from the previous years. In the previous years, your leaders, you know, they, they just had mercy. They loved you. But this year, you remember the revelation of the fire and the wind? You, they can either be a wind or they can be the fire. Amen. The wind comforts, but the fire consumes. So I pray that each and every one of you will be receiving the wind of the, the wind side of your leaders, not the fire side of your leaders. Amen. Come on. I know that none of you want to say an amen to that, but I still have to preach that because it's in God's word. Okay. Uh, because uh, submission to leaders is a very important principle because this year if you have to receive what you have not sown if you have to receive what you have not labored for if you have to receive what you have not worked hard for it will happen only when you remain in alignment when you dishonor your leaders when you speak against them when you talk against them, what you're doing is you're going out of alignment you cannot gather, my friend, if you're going to be out of alignment. You cannot gather, you cannot receive what God has planned and, and prepared for you if you're going to be out of alignment. So that's the first thing I want to tell you, that remain in alignment. The second thing from this text that we read about, give me verse 7 once again. It says, in the morning, huh, you will see the, the glory of the Lord. Wow. 
says in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord Moses is coming down to tell people how they're going to receive God's provisions how they're going to gather the the, the things that God has prepared for them the blessings that God has ordained for them Moses is coming up to tell the people of God that but instead of saying you will see food or you will see manna what the Bible says what Moses tells them is you're gonna see the the glory of the Lord it is not you know what what we are usually looking for is the the the, the physical material blessings but the Lord says that what he is preparing for us is is all available in his glory this season he is about to manifest his glory in some crazy measures in this house I know I know I know that some of you have been praying for a job some of you have been praying for a job promotion some of you have been praying for a house some of you have been praying for a healing some of you have been praying for your marriage some of you have been praying for children you know some of you have been praying for different things that 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 have kept you in limitation for a long time but let me let me remind you don't look for those things look for the glory of God because it is inside the glory of God when you come to church don't keep looking for the prophet who will come tell you hey God is going to give you money look for that presence look for that glory that is manifesting in worship see where does glory manifest the most when we worship when we worship see let me tell you this even before we came here you know you think that it is the presence of God that comes when we worship no it is the glory of God that comes when we worship see the presence of God is here even before we came you know that right the presence of God is all over the world even if I go to the heights of the heavens you're still there even if I go to the depths of Sheol you know you know God's presence is there even in even in hell that's what the Bible says you're not gonna enjoy it but it's still there <laughs> yeah God's presence is there everywhere so when we worship it is not the presence of God that comes when we worship it is the see the glory of God is the manifestation of the presence of God that's what Jesus said when three when two or three of you gather in my name I am present in their midst amen but there is a different kind of thing that happens when we lift up our offering of worship when we when we begin to sing Lord your name is amazing your name is amazing your name is amazing your name is amazing your glory is amazing your glory is amazing your glory Because 
that's what the Bible says in Psalm 22 verse 3 it says that God is enthroned on the praises of his people you know you know what happens when a king comes and takes his throne read it with me yet you are holy and you are enthroned on the praises of his of, of, of his people the Israel you know something happens when you allow the Lord to come and take his throne see it's one thing for God to be present in this church and it's another thing for you to allow the Lord to come and sit on his throne and that is glorious that is what glory is and, the, and, and Moses goes out and tells the people of God look out for the glory in the morning in the morning what will you see you will see the glory of the Lord not the food not the manna not the quail but you will see the glory of the Lord stop complaining guys because you're about to seek the glory of God stop complaining and start worshiping instead because that worship is going to bring down the glory of God over our church the glory of God over our city the glory of God over our nation there are those that don't have an understanding of this but they are also going to benefit from the glory of God that is going to come down because of your worship you know that Paul and Silas when they worshiped it was not only their chains that broke there were so many others that were not worshipping in the prison. Everybody's chains broke. Come on now. And you're wondering, Pastor, how can we get everybody in Bangalore to stop complaining? And No, can you stop complaining? Can you stop, you know, cribbing? And can you start worshipping? Can you start to pull down the glory of God in the church every time you come here? Come on, that's enough. That's enough. The rest of their chains will break as soon as the glory comes down. Are you ready to go forward? Yes. Stop complaining because this is your season of gathering. Look out for the glory. And, 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 and verse, verse 9, the Bible says, Then Moses said to Aaron, Announce this to the entire community of Israel. See, Aaron is the assistant pastor. Moses is the senior pastor. And Moses is telling the assistant pastor, and he's saying, Announce this to the whole church. Present yourselves before the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. See, when we come to church every week, may it not be because of our complaining, may it be because of our worship, okay? May, may the Lord never summon us because of our complaining. May the Lord summon us because of our desire and love and, and worship for Him. Verse 10. And as Aaron spoke to the community of Israel, they looked out toward the same wilderness that was threatening them. See, they were in this wilderness for about 45 days. And it says they looked out at the wilderness and there they could see the awesome glory of the Lord in the cloud they could just you know as as this word was coming that's why we preach the word of God so often you know I mean I, I don't think there's any service that we live without preaching the word of God we preach the word in a funeral in a marriage in a baby dedication service and in, in a wedding I mean you call, you you name any service it's your birthday there is going to be a sermon there 
my wife keeps making fun of me for this because she's like you know you 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 give him any opportunity it could be anything it could be a house dedication it could be anything he will have a sermon to preach that's big be- that's because the 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 word is what points you to the glory of god it says that as aaron was bringing the word to the people of god see see moses had a problem he he was not very eloquent when he spoke people didn't understand what he was saying you know when he would go back home and watch his own video he has no clue what he was saying himself you know what i'm talking about eh we may all have our own weaknesses but but god had given him another man aaron so moses would you know tell his share his heart with aaron and aaron's job was aaron was moses's prophet did you know that just like moses was god's prophet just like moses was god's spokesperson Aaron was Moses' spokesperson and 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 Aaron is standing up and bringing the heart now now check this out okay it's a second hand word right he's not even heard from god who's he heard from from moses you may think that man if only the senior pastor brings a word man it will be so powerful but if the assistant pastor brings you no know, not not equally powerful you know because the senior pastor is the one who is hearing from god right and the and the junior pastors are all useless fellows and you know and, and they are not as anointed as the senior pastor and and let me tell you that that's not how it works in the kingdom of god in the kingdom of god anybody that stands on the pulpit with the word of god with the voice of god the glory of god will manifest the bible says as he was bringing the word as he spoke to the whole community of israel he did not even finish speaking as he spoke they could lift up their eyes and they could see the awesome glory of the lord in the cloud wow wow we are in the days of glory come on tap your neighbor say we are in the days of seeing the glory tap your other neighbor say this glory is going to be awesome verse 11 then the lord said to moses verse 12 i have heard the israelites complained now tell them this i like this okay are you ready to pause for a minute here it says now tell them in the evening you will have meat to eat and in the morning you will have all the bread you want then you will know that that i am the lord your god give me the previous slide it says this this is what i will do for you guys i'm going to provide for you in the night seasons and in the day seasons i'm going to give you food in the evening and in the morning see it's it's this is not the time of electricity and and they don't have a lot of fuel to burn in the wilderness and you know night seasons are going to be dark evenings are not going to be that easy to cook and do everything but the lord says don't worry about this the same god who provides for you during the day is also going to provide for you during the night this year don't be discouraged when you go through night season so when it is evening don't be discouraged because the same god who is powerful and capable enough to provide for you in the morning is also powerful to keep provide for you when it is evening 
we think that there needs to be a certain setup the presence of god needs to be coming down and and you so see the, the the glory that they saw was in the morning that's when the manna came but the provision was there in the morning and in the evening so there will be seasons in this there will be portions of your life during 2020 when you may feel like when you may not feel like worshiping or when you may not feel like god is doing anything for you when you may feel like you're in the dark when you may feel like it's it's an evening season i mean this is a depressing season for me you may feel like it but let me tell you god is working for you even when you don't see it god is working for you even when you don't feel it god is working for you even when you don't understand it god is doing god is working behind the scenes for you even when you feel like this is a night season of your life amen and the bible says then you will know that i am the lord your god then you will know that i am the lord your god that i am a god i am the lord who can provide for you who can heal you when you are in church and i am the lord who can heal you when you are outside the church i am the lord who can take care of you when you are in the church when you when you when you're when you're able to give money i am the lord who is able to take care of you when you're not able to give money i am the lord who is going to be taking care of your children and your family when you've been faithful to me and i am the lord who's going to be taking care of your children and your family when you've been unfaithful to me i am the lord who's going to be in the the god of your morning and the god of your evening and somebody said an amen even when we give up on him he promises not to give up on us amen we are we are we are in a crazy season guys we are in a crazy good season a very beautiful season that we are in really beautiful season that we are in wow the lord says <laughs> let's let's read verse 13 okay the bible says that evening vast numbers of quail flew in and covered the camp that evening that very evening when see that morning the glory of god manifested and that evening the 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 uh, uh, it says a vast numbers of quail the number is not mentioned there because these guys couldn't you know count them it says a vast number of quail flew in and covered the camp i like that because you, you know see when 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 you're covered you're not searching because it's all over you you know what i'm talking about see when sometimes when you're hunting for your own blessing when you're hunting for your own miracle it may feel like man i don't know where this is i don't know what I have to do i don't know how how much i have to work for to get this but because this is a season of gathering the lord says your provision will be all over you you will be covered with your provision you will not even have to search for your provision you look to the right you will find provision you look to your right you will find provision you look up you will find provision you look forward you will find your provision you look behind you will find provision you will be covered with your provision this season says the lord you wouldn't have to search for it you wouldn't have to work hard for it you wouldn't have to do anything to 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 receive this and bring this home the lord says just open your eyes and identify because you are covered in this provision come on now and the bible says and the next morning the area around the camp 
What does it say? The next morning, the area around the camp was wet with dew. And when the dew evaporated, a flaky substance as fine as frost blanketed the ground. Somebody said, Amen. Hey, are you ready for this? Verse 15. Come on, this is, this is beautiful. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw it. And they asked, what is it? Because they had no idea what it was. They had no idea what it was. In other words, in the morning when they woke up, there was dew that was covering the whole land. Okay. And as the morning grew, the dew started evaporating. And when the dew evaporated, they saw the manna. You know, the meaning of manna means what is it? That's the first thing that came out of their mouth. What is it? What is it? What is this that God is doing? I'm telling you, God is about to puzzle some of you with His provisions over your life. God is about to surprise some of you with His provisions over your life. This year of gathering is going to be so beautiful that you are going to be more than puzzled. You're going to be surprised. <laughs> You, 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 you are, you're not ready for this church. You're not even ready for this. You have no idea what God is about to do. He's about to puzzle you this season, says the Lord. He's about to puzzle you. I, I, I want you to go back and get the podcast of this, okay? And, and write down each and every word that the Lord is releasing over you. And when you're going through difficult times, I want you to release this word over your own life. And I want you to go and believe this, that this is my season to be puzzled. This is my season to be surprised. Ha. I'm, about to, I'm about to tell you something beautiful. Are you ready for this? They asked a question, what is it? <laughs> I'm about to give you an answer what this was. Are you ready for this? If this doesn't bless you, nothing else will. Okay? If this doesn't encourage you, nothing else will. Okay, are you ready for this? Give me Psalm 78, verse 23 onwards. Psalm 78, verse 23. Read it with me. What did God do? He commanded the skies to open and He opened the doors of heaven. Wait a minute. Where did they find the manna? Go back. 23. Just give me 23 now. Okay. Where did they find the manna? On the... But where did it come from? From heaven. See, the quail did not necessarily come from heaven. You know, it could have come from yeah, other parts. You know, God, it says he sent out a wind to gather the quail. Eh? And, and the quail came and covered. And we heard uh, Pastor Shaiju teach about that this morning. Amen. How the wind is going to go and bring your provision. That's amazing. But this, but manna is slightly different from the quail. Because the manna did not come from the east, west, north and the south. Manna came from up. This provision that we are talking about, it came from heaven. Amen. 
Now, now, now this is what the Bible says. Give me verse 24. He rained down heaven. He, sorry, he rained down manna for them to eat. He gave them from where? From where? He gave them bread, not from east, north, west, and south. See, let me explain this to you. These guys were looking for earthly provisions, right? These guys were looking for food that they ate back in Egypt. But what is it that God is giving them? God is giving them the bread of heaven. Do you know who eats this bread? Give me the next word. Jesus eats this bread? <laughs> Come on now. I want you to read it with me. They ate the food of and God gave them all that they could. I need to put an offering for this. <laughs> you know why? Because the Lord says, I'm going to give you something that belongs to angels. This is not even your portion, guys. What God is about to open up for you in 2020, what you are asking is a portion that belongs to angels. Ha, ha. Hey. Your promise is amazing. 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 Is amazing. Your promise 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 is amazing. Your What is the portion of angels? Will you go back and see that? Will you ask the Lord to open your eyes to see the way angels worship God? To open your eyes to see God the way angels do. I want you to ask the Lord to give you access to His voice the way angels have access to His voice. I want you to ask the Lord to give you access to wealth. You know heaven is made of wealth. To give you access to wealth the way angels have access to wealth. Come on. Heaven. Where is gold in heaven? On their head? No, no, no. On the street. It's under their feet. That is how common gold is, man. Do you believe that that can become your portion? Because that is what the Lord is doing for you in 2020. That is what the Lord is doing for you. It says they, they ate food that came from heaven. They received provisions that came from 
not not that came from India. And I mean, I mean, come on, guys. For for long, you've been you've been hoping that 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 you know something will change with my workplace and they will give me a promotion and and something will change. No, no, no. Don't expect from your workplace. Praise God if God uses some quail to come from your workplace. No problem about it. But we are not pursuing after the quail this morning. We are looking for the manna that comes from heaven because this is the food of angels we some of you I, 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 don't, I don't know some of you are going to pray ask God for ask God to clothe you with the clothes that angels wear come on now you, you, you your, your dressing sense has to be heavenly standards this season you understand what I'm talking about eh come on like I told you if you're not blessed with that word you will not be blessed with the rest because, because the Lord says I'm preparing for you something from heaven you will find it on the earth but it, it's coming from heaven you may think it is natural you may not even understand it you may be puzzled by it but the Lord says this is a physical manifestation of things that are in the spiritual realm of the things that are in the heavens of the things that belong to angels or things that you didn't even think that belonged to you in the first place Wow verse 15 go back to verse 15 Exodus 16 and verse 15 I don't know if I can complete this chapter how many verses are penning wow more than half is penning can I just uh... <laughs> wow if, if we continue to study this chapter man I think our whole day service is gonna go on Exodus 16 eh? but what I'll do is I'll try and pick up a few verses, okay, here and there. Let's quickly read verse 15 once again. The Israelites were puzzled when they saw it. And what did they ask? What is it? They asked each other. We had the answer of what that was, right? Yes. Do we have the answer? Yes. Psalms 78 already gave us the answer for that. They asked each other. They had no idea what it was. And Moses told them, this is the food that the Lord has given you to eat amen now now let's let's just read throughout the entire chapter verse 17 okay it says wow man I, I think I have to stop here also it says so the people of Israel did as they were told verse 17 is that is that verse 17 okay so the people of Israel they did as they were told some gathered a lot some only a little see if you read the previous verse verse 16 God gave them a specific instruction how much to gather God said pick up two cords per person for each person in your tent two cords for each person but the next verse verse 17 some were lazy and some were overzealous some prayed too much <laughs> and some slept too much there were some that, you know, gathered a lot and there were some that gathered too little. Are you ready for the next word that I'm about to release to you? You may feel, God, this is not fair. I fasted 40 days when the other person was sleeping. I, 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 I prayed, I gave more money. I, I, I sacrificed so many things. It may look like it is not fair, right? But the Lord says, verse 18 
It says, but when they measured it out, no matter how much they gathered, when they measured it out, everyone had just enough. Those who gathered a lot had nothing left over. And those who gathered only a little, somebody said, your grace is amazing. 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 Your grace. Let me let me define what grace is. Can I define what grace is? Grace is God coming in and filling in what you cannot do by your own strength. You may feel, man, I, I don't know how much, I, I know the pastor is speaking about radical giving in church and I can't even afford to give 100 rupees a week. And, and you may be thinking, God, how can I ever give? Let me tell you, His grace will cover you. His grace is coming for you. The ones that did not give enough, that did not gather enough, still had enough. Because that is the grace that we are entering into in 2020. All that you need to do is remain in alignment over the ha- over this word that is being released over your life. Just remain in alignment and I'm telling you, you will have enough. But don't use that as an excuse to become lazy, guys. Okay? The grace is not so that you can become lazy. The grace is not so that you can become more sinful. The grace is so that you can become more intentional. The grace is so you can become more thankful. And for the others that are gathering a lot and you find that the ones that gathered nothing almost have as much as you have, don't be jealous. Don't don't think that God is unfair. It's okay. Come on. It's okay. You be a good steward. You, you gather as much as you can. You gather as much as you want. The Lord will make sure that there is equality at the end of the day. The Lord will make sure that there is not a single person that has any needs left. Amen. Are you ready for the next verse? Let's uh, read verse 19. The, then Moses told them, Do not keep any of it until morning. But some of them didn't listen and kept some of it until morning see when God gave them a direction gather so much God didn't say don't gather more or God didn't say don't gather little God said this is a portion for each person two coach per person in each tent there was no instruction as to if you gather more than this or less than this it's not good for you Right? So some people gathered more, some people gathered less. But when it came to keeping it for morning, about utilizing what they gathered, there was an instruction. There was an instruction saying, hey, now that you've gathered, you cannot waste this. You have to utilize this during the course of the day. Don't be stingy and try to save this up for tomorrow because there is going to be fresh grace available for tomorrow there's going to be new manna that's going to come tomorrow there's going to be new mercy that will come tomorrow his grace is new every morning his mercy is new every season his love is new every morning amen so the lord said don't be stingy with what you've got today just use it up be 
be you know just just go crazy in in using up what you've gathered in this season instead some people the bible says but some of them they did not listen and they kept some of it until morning but by then it was full of maggots and had a terrible smell and moses was very angry with them see like let me let me explain this to you the same grace that multiplied for people who gathered little and and that reduced for people who gathered a lot the same grace begin to stink when they went outside of what they were instructed to do so let me tell you this this season your obedience is going to be very fundamental in using up what god has assigned to you as a portion your obedience is going to be very important your submission is going to be very important your 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 willingness to say yes lord yes lord allow me to yes lord give me the grace to obey you yes lord give me the grace to be in be in 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 alignment with every word you release over my life that's going to be very very important this season amen because if you go out of that the same grace that was supposed to be a blessing to you will become a a stinking portion in your house the same anointing that was supposed to be a, a, a elevation for you will become a stink to you and to your family and to your church and then don't come back running to us saying why is this happening you have to obey instructions look to your neighbor and say obey instructions look to your other neighbor and say hey look for instructions and obey them wow i'm trying to skip as much as we can and just jump um verse 21 it says after this the people gathered the food morning by morning each family according to its need and as the sun became hot the flakes they had picked up that 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 they had not picked up melted and disappeared wow which means there was a an expiry date for the provision that they had to gather the lazy ones did not get to pick up the ones that did not wake up early in the morning did not get to pick up those who did put their efforts to pick up even the little that they picked up became enough but the ones that did not pick up they did not have the ones that did not gather they they did not have food why because they they thought okay bread from heaven angels food no expiry date i can get it whenever i want what if i miss one sunday morning what if i what if i don't go for this one prayer man let me take it easy now you know that i have been in fasting prayer for seven days and seven nights i think i think i deserve a rest and, and some of these guys took a rest and that 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 season of rest became harmful for them why because that day the flakes disappeared as soon as the sun came it disappeared go back ask the lord for your own revelations okay on the sixth day they gathered twice as much as usual four quarts they on the sixth day when they came back home and they measured it was it was twice they they, they their efforts was the same the time they spent gathering because after that period of time the sun will come and melt it all away so the time that they spent gathering was the same but when they came back home to measure it the 
amount was double why because the seventh day god was preparing them for our season of rest go back and study hebrews 4 okay i I wanted to preach on rest but go back and study hebrews 4 and you will realize what the lord is talking about rest this season there there is not going to be much struggle in, in in our gathering because the lord says that i am going to take you into a season of gathering and 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 i'm going to parallel i'm going to i'm going to you know add it up with seasons of rest when you can also chill and relax and enjoy what the lord is giving you because in the previous season you would have get, gotten double portion good enough for you to be sustained in the next season in the next day okay go back and ask god for your own revelations I I wanted to preach on that but I will avoid that I will jump straight to verse 32 and I will finish with verse 32 and verse 33 I I pray that somebody will be ready to receive this as a promise okay Are you ready This is what the Lord commanded to Moses Moses went and told them fill two quart container with manna to preserve it for your descendants give me the next verse it says then later generations will be able to see the food that i gave you in the wilderness when i set you free from egypt go further moses said to aaron get a jar fill it with two quarts of manna and then put it in a sacred place before the lord to preserve it for all future generations go on aaron did just as the lord had commanded moses he eventually placed it in the ark of the covenant in front of the stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant go forward so the people of israel ate manna for 40 years until they arrived at the land where they would settle they ate manna until they came to the border of the land of egypt of canaan the container that was used to measure the manna was a was an omer which was 1/10 of an ephah it held about 2 quarts what is the next verse is there a new next verse after that this is not a next verse okay i uh, i think it's in the book of numbers if i'm not wrong i i i didn't get that verse it says that what was kept in the container it did not catch any maggots it remained for a long time for generations isn't that isn't that what we read for generations what was given to them for daily use when they did not use it up it 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 started to stink the next morning worms started to eat it up but when they kept it in the presence of god when they kept it in the ark of the covenant next to the word of god next to the 10 commandments next to where aaron's rod is budding when they kept it there the bible says that that one did not catch maggots in fact that was a reminder for generations to come what the lord had done for god's people this morning Are you ready for this word? 
this morning the lord is releasing a potion over your life the lord is releasing an anointing over your life the lord is releasing a gathering over your life the lord is releasing a, a breakthrough and a victory over your life which is not only for 2020 my friends which is going to be a blessing for your generations to come which is going to be a blessing to your children which is going to be a blessing decades later which is going to be a blessing hundreds and hundreds of years later it is still going to be preserved and they are going to talk about the god of jude they're going to talk about the god of penas they're going to talk about the god of pinky because the lord will remind them because it will remain as a potion which will not stink for generations the lord is giving you a gathering church this morning are you ready to hear this out what the lord will do in 2020 is not just for 2020 it is it is for the rest of your life he's laying a foundation for the rest of your life the next 30 60 80 years of your life will be shaped by what God is going to do in this year of your life this year this year of your life and that is going to leave a legacy for generations to come as long as you can keep this under the presence of God as long as you can keep it in alignment with the word and the voice of God what the Lord is going to do this season of your life is going to be preserved for generations it will be a story to tell generations afterwards the Lord is about his glory is about to manifest in a crazy manner guys my father has already prophesied you you've heard this he the glory of God is going to come he's going to bring that word tonight I mean this evening I mean, during this day that word is going to come so 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 receive it with everything this is a season when the Lord is going to come very close to certain individuals he's going to manifest himself to in, in such a personal and deep level over some of your life that that will become that burning bush incident that you're going to talk about to your generations that is going to become that that incident that is going to become that story of gathering that you're going to tell your your grandchildren that is going to be the story of encounters with god that you're going to write in your autobiography that is the story that you're going to write in your oh no 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 we are not satisfied with just here we are not just satisfied with the anointing for a year we are not satisfied with the anointing for a year we are not satisfied with the anointing for 2020 we say yes to the anointing that can bless generations we say yes to the anointing that can become a blessing to my children and my children's children come on somebody somebody claim this promise right now somebody activate 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 your gathering power activate your gathering power and begin to activate activate your gathering power this morning parents where are the parents in this house where are the spiritual physical parents in this house if you have a child physical child or spiritual child it's okay just just keep your hand up in the air 
pray for your generations right now because what the Lord is about to do there are some generations that are not even born but the Lord says what I'm about to do this season is not just for you even the singles come on even the singles what the Lord is about to do for you this season is something that your children is something that your children and your children's children are going to talk about they're going to reap a harvest you know when they are born some of your some of you single men and women in this house when your children are born they are going to be born into royalty they, 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 and, and they're going to wonder how come I have the kind of blessings that my friends in school don't have how come I have this anointing that others don't have but they that, that is when you will remind them of what God did in 2020 that is when you will tell them that 2020 I gathered something 2020 I received something from the Lord which I handed down to you and as long as you can remain under the presence of God it is gonna be awesome for the next five minutes come on for the next five minutes I want you to I want you to prophesy okay are you ready for this if, if, if the ushers can just help me collect the bring the communion bread and the wine just 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 distribute it and, and, and we're gonna prophesy because the Lord is making is, 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 is making a covenant this morning the Lord is making a covenant with you and with your generations the same God that made a covenant with Abraham is making a covenant with some people in this house and with your generations and he's about to seal that covenant your glory is amazing your glory is amazing your glory is amazing your glory is amazing your glory your glory is amazing your glory is amazing your glory with me as you lift up this bread and the wine I want you to tell the Lord everything that you're gonna gather in this season okay everything that you're gonna gather and please can I can I request you about this please don't limit it to your physical blessings your physical blessings are part and parcel of it please don't waste your your precious moment asking the Lord to give you uh, 
you know, a, a, a new car and a new house. I mean, all of that is going to be part and parcel of the blessing that God is going to give you. Ask for something that will stand for all eternity. Are you ready for this? Ask for something that your generations can take it upon themselves. Come on. As we worship, as we pray, as we sing, just ask the Lord for something that you want to gather this season. are a yes and an amen to us it is only and only through Jesus that we can receive everything that we are praying for everything that we are asking for and we say a yes and an amen to everything that God's people prayed for this morning and we know God that you are a covenant keeping God and we know that you have made a covenant with your children and their children's children and their children's children You've made a covenant with them this morning and we receive this by faith. As we take part of this bread and the wine, Lord, seal this, Lord, seal this in our blood. Seal this in our spirit. And in Jesus' mighty name we pray.